Part of that how process um, is what we call the influencing and motivating element of it, but also the managing priorities. When you are dealing with lots of different areas of work and with people, uh, and this is the second paragraph on the bottom, you're very good at managing priorities to reflect the company's objectives. I think it goes like this. It's, here's what I'm going to do today. This ta task is top priority. And an effective leader must be an effective prioritizer. And when staff don't know what to do, you need to be able to let them know what the priorities are. Now, you have to constantly do that. And one of the frustrations that management have are, well, surely they should have known they should have done that. I mean, that's the first thing they should have done. <laughs> and you get frustrated when staff don't do that. Now, when I say one thing about this, this is why you need managers. Yeah. Because... Um, I work with lots of organisations. I get I work sometimes with people who, who earn massive salaries, but need managers. And you think well, you you earn a quarter of a million pounds a year? What do you need a manager for? <laughs> well, they're human beings. They just earn a large salary for the job that they do. Um, but you do need people to be able to make sure that you know what you do is is a priority. Priorities shift. They can be daily. They can be priorities this morning. They can come in from an email or a telephone call. It's managing your time, making, making lists, prioritising those lists, communicating those lists, both short-term, mid-term and long-term. If you're a good prioritising manager, you're not going to be the sort of manager we call the headless chickeny. It's some headless chickenism. Headless chickenism is somebody who runs around in a circle of eight, going, oh, what am I going to do, what am I going to do, what am I going to do, I don't want to, I don't know what to do, what do I do? What do, I do? <laughs> They're going around that treadmill, what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Now that actually is unfair to headless chickens, because they know why they're running around. <laughs> A lot of managers don't. They don't have priorities. And if you're a leader, people will come to you and say, what do we need to do? And one of the key things about being an effective leader is to say, right, what we need to do is this. Now, it doesn't mean you get it right. And there may be times when you've got an experienced team, when you actually don't make the decision, you say, right, what would you do then? Well, okay, if I wasn't here, tell me what you'd do. Once you've got more experience in the team, you should be doing that. You shouldn't always be making those decisions and priorities. There are times when people need to be able to make their own priorities, but, but you still need to be able to prioritise and getting people to prioritise our work. So turning intentions into actions and priority. You also need to work at the bottom paragraph, skilled at balancing the quantity quality conundrum. How much to do within the time that you've got it. Some people are perfectionists, you have to work with them. Some people work very quickly but don't produce the quality. You as a manager need to assess the required quality outcomes within the time. It's a bit like management, it's like project management. A lot of us don't realise we're good pro we're project managers. And one of the things that project managers do is they understand what the quality of the output is supposed to be, they understand the resources they need, and they manage the time to produce that. And that's what we call the how <coughs> element of management. How are we going to do it? <laughs> or it's how we're going to do it. <laughs> how managed, highly organised. Outline and communicate process to achieve the outcome. If you, the first area of resistance to any objective or change is, how am I going to do it? If you produce any change, first thing people are going to do is, well, how am I going to do that then? <laughs> now you might think, well, you've been here long enough, surely you should know how to do it. But there's, don't, don't get frustrated when people come to you with, how am I going to do it? You need to be able to communicate. Now, if it's, if it's new or it's a new team, then you have to take control over how you do this. You set out, you know, directives. If it's an experienced team, you tell, 
you, you talk, you discuss. Well, some of you need to manage this. If I put you in charge of that, I'm going to delegate this to you. You come to me with the ideas in terms of what we need to do. So, okay, looking at that. To manage both time and priorities and achieve quality within agreed time frames. If you've not got time frames to your work and working towards time frames, you cannot be a productive manager because you don't know what needs to be done <laughs> within a given time period. So one of the areas of, of effective management, not just leadership, but effective management, is when you ask somebody to do something, always associate a time frame to it. Now, you can also qualify that by saying to somebody, OK, well, what we'll need to do is we'll need to get it done by the 1st of February. If you've got a problem with that, you need to let me know by the 15th of January because I'm going to be having a meeting with the, the group the week after that and I need to know. Or we've got the um, inspection coming through on that time and I've got to make sure everything is done by then. If I know by then, then fine, but I really need you to make sure that it's done at that time. Are you OK with that? So you're setting those time frames. Now that means that you can manage somebody towards an objective. Uh, it means that sometimes you can, you can come in if it's a real disaster and take over, but you've got the time to do it. And that's where you communicate time frames to people. If you use phrases like, when you can, or can you do this for me, or ASAP even, um, if you're using phrases like that, I can guarantee you'll become a better time management manager if you take ASAP out of your normal management vocabulary. <laughs> If you scrub it off completely, you will instantly become a better manager. So if you use phrases like that, you're not being an effective how manager. So we've looked at what needs to be done and how it needs to be done. If you've got both of those, if you're competent at both of those, you're not doing too bad.